0: we all like to know what happens in the employment world and there's a story that's getting a lot of a lot of attention it is about a woman who said she was fired from Freshy because of her hearing aids not because she couldn't do the job however on the other side of this freshy says it was for just Cause. We're going to talk about it. And joining me is Lior Samafru, who is an employment lawyer at Samofru Tamarkin. And you can hear them on the Employment Hour, 640 Toronto. That's Monday, Wednesdays, and on the weekend. Lior, welcome. Thank you for being here.
1: Good evening, Arlene.
0: Lear, what do you make of this? We have Kalia Douglas McAuliffe, who said she was fired from this fast food restaurant because she had hearing aids. Have you ever heard of anything like this?
1: Yeah, I absolutely have. And and she obviously has a a certain disability, the hearing loss, uh, and different individuals will have different disabilities that may impact them. And They certainly have a disadvantage in the workplace uh, in that they may not be able to do the job in the same way or at the same speed as other people without the disability. And employer expectations may be unreasonable for them. Uh, But our laws deal with those issues. And our laws make it very clear that employers have a duty to accommodate. So whenever an employer is faced with a disability that may impact job performance, the employer is expected to take measures to allow the employee to do the job, even if it means that the employer somewhat suffers and then has to endure a bit of a a loss or a bit of an inconvenience. That may mean giving the employee some additional help, putting the employee in a position where they can be more productive. And, And what employers are not allowed to do is to say, well, you can't do the job the way I want you to, doesn't matter what the reason is. So you're out of here. So if this is what happened in this situation, obviously, we don't know all the facts yet. And certainly, Freshie is going to have a big problem.
0: Now, is this are there precedents for this? If you hire someone and if she was hearing impaired and if it was a detriment to doing the job, do you just have to give them another job?
1: So there's a number of things an employer can and must do to accommodate. And when it comes to duty to accommodate, we refer to it as to accommodate to the point of undue hardship. What that means is you have to accommodate even if it's hard. At some point the accommodation may be too difficult and too costly that you don't have to go that far. Mm -hmm. But that may mean giving some sort of modified duties. That may mean putting the employee in a a particular shift when they could be more productive, having someone assist the employee to do the job. So depending on the job and depending on the business and and the resources that the business has, there is a very long list of accommodations that an employer can provide. And at the very least, the employer has to analyze its own ability to accommodate rather than say, no, I don't want to do this. Uh, and, and forego that duty. That is something that would be a violation of our human rights laws.
0: All right. So she tweeted it and then the CEO called her and by the end of the conversation offered her a job at another location. The right thing, lior
1: well, yeah, absolutely. I think that once, uh, listen, there's obviously the mm-hmm. legal aspect, but there's also the public relations aspect, of course. And I would think that for an organization like that, uh, the the message that they're not accommodating and, and they you know potentially breach human rights is not something that they want. So I think the right thing would have been to say, you know, this was a, a mistake. Perhaps it was a misunderstanding. We'd love to have you back. There's a position available here for you. Uh, and I, I think that would have been a good move. I don't know why it kind of fell off the rails. But to me, that could have resolved issues uh, very quickly.
0: You know, are there some cases, though, if you hire someone, they're clearly not appropriate. If you've already made that hire, what you're saying is that you've got to keep that person on the job.
1: Well, certainly, if the person's uh, lack of uh, performance has nothing to do with their disability, maybe they just uh, don't work hard. Uh, Maybe they don't want to listen. You know, maybe they slack off when they're supposed to be working. You certainly are allowed to take disciplinary measures that even let them go. But the reality is, if the deficiency in in the performance is related to a disability, something that's recognized as a disability, then you have to take a a step back and try to accommodate. And, yes, I understand that there is an onus here on employers, and it may be uh, somewhat prohibitive. But that said, if if our laws did not provide for that, then any person with any sort of disability would be unemployable, would not get hired. And certainly that's not something that we want as a society.
0: You know, there are it's a tough situation because I guess there are it's, it's tough if somebody had a disability and if they weren't doing the job, I can imagine as an employer, it would be tough to reprimand them.
1: It would be. It mm-hmm. certainly would be, and employers, you know, immediately would get would get weary of that. Uh, and and you know that is that is a, a fair comment, completely. And employers are entitled to to run their business and and to operate an efficient business. Uh, but you know, there's a balancing act here. Yeah, there's a level beyond which an employer can say, no, I don't have to go that far in accommodating. But I think to simply say to someone, if this is indeed what happened here. You know, on day two of training, you're not good for this job. If that was motivated by her uh, hearing impairment, that certainly would have been premature to make a decision like that without having to go through the accommodation process.
0: Leo, have we come a long way? We know there was a time that somebody who had a disability didn't stand a chance if they had been let go.
1: Yeah, we certainly have a, uh, come a long way, and uh, our human rights tribunals, our courts, have penalized employers significantly for failing to accommodate. One of the remedies, for example, that's available uh, that, that's becoming more popular bef- before the human rights tribunals is reinstatement, uh, so employees mm-hmm. can even get their jobs back. And I think now, at the age of the Internet and social media, when, when you know, stories can spread quickly, such as this story, the message is getting across louder, clearer, more often, uh, and I think that's a positive thing.
0: You know, is this just if somebody's a full time employee? Does this um, is this the same for contract? Is this the same for part time employees?
1: It's a great question, one that comes up very often. So our human rights laws would apply to everyone equally, whether you're full time, mm-hmm. part time, senior position, or or junior position. Whether you're on probation or you've been working for the company for many years. Oftentimes, employees that have been with the company for many years may suffer a medical condition, a disability. Uh, maybe they hurt themselves, and the duty to accommodate is triggered. Uh, we see that also in, in with a lot of times when it comes to, to pregnancy. Someone may uh, get a job you become pregnant, and all of a sudden the employer uh, is unhappy with them they're they're uh, penalizing them. Uh, again, there's human rights legislation that tries to protect individuals in those situations as well, so it applies to everyone working no matter the circumstances.
0: Is it daunting to put forward one of these human rights complaints?
1: Well, actually, it is a a fairly user friendly process. And because our, our, our laws are so such that they don't want to discourage people from bringing these uh, these uh, processes up or these legal proceedings up, there, there's no consequences to an individual if ultimately they fail. So if I were to bring a human rights uh, complaint against someone and be unsuccessful, I don't get penalized. I'm not going to have to pay for someone's costs. unlike in the court system where loser pays winners uh, legal mm. fees. It doesn't apply in the human rights process and encourages uh, uh, people to bring these complaints. And in fact, the government does provide the certain people uh, legal services funded by the government to allow them to advance these types of complaints. Uh, again, the idea being that if someone does suffer from discrimination, from a failure to accommodate, they should feel uh, comfortable to pursue those matters.
0: And they may. What about getting blackballed in other jobs if people find out you did that?
1: Yeah and, and you know that is mm-hmm. a real consideration. So for example this this young lady that we're talking about. Her name is now available everywhere on the internet. So if she had applied for a job, it's Mm -hmm. quite feasible that someone may have gone on Google and looked her up and said, well, I'm not going to hire her now because I'm afraid that she's going to pursue this legal process. Uh, And and no one would be the wiser that that's actually what happened. And that is a real consideration. And I have spoken personally with many individuals that have chosen not to pursue their legal rights because they were afraid of getting their name out there Mm -hmm. and somehow getting blackballed. But that that is a real consideration that would not have been a consideration 20 years ago uh before Google but right now that is and it's something individuals have to uh to decide you know ultimately what's best for them
0: Leo Samfiro, thank you for joining us we really Thanks appreciate it me. you have a great night leo you too Leo Samfiro is an employment lawyer at Samfiro to Marken. And you can hear him on Employment Hour on 640 Toronto Mondays, Wednesdays and weekends. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about something else a business is doing. Should a business try to help you out in aspects of your life that have nothing to do with With your business, what about personal finance? We're going to talk about it right after this. Arlene Bonin in for Alex Pearson right here on Global News Radio.